everybody. How's it going? Hi. Whoa. Hello. I was speaking to the audience there, but you guys can chime in. That's that's fine. Okay. That's wonderful. The audience can't uh, hear you, Alex. Damn. That's who I you know, I was listening back to last week's episode or two weeks ago episode, and I realized you cut all my audio and it was just you and Emily. Mm-hmm. So I do I do understand what you mean now when you say that. I thought it was a joke, but it was like, oh, that's cool. I mean, good editing because you can't tell. You can't tell. Um, but well, it doesn't really require much to just remove all of one person's audio. It's, I just don't import it. I wanted to give you credit, but you know you're right. It was, yeah, you just, yeah. yeah. It's probably yeah. the easiest thing you can do. Actually, it took work off of my, it made it easier to, to That's edit. true. Well, you do have to do the whole thing where, like, uh, you do have to, like, cut the silence between you two. You have to, like, you know, you cut it to, so it's like a second between mm-hmm. you guys. But other yeah. than that, wow. That's exciting. And hi, we're exciting because this is episode 37 of Crying in the Book Club. No, it's episode 38. That's a lie. 38. That's a good number. Um, Alex is uh, this editing week. The, the Google Doc. I'm trying to, but I'm opening. I'm in the wrong Chrome tab, so I can't edit it. I don't have edit access to my own document right now. Oh, uh, no. So if one of you lovely folks could change that to 38. Uh, I don't have editing privileges silence. either. Yeah, cause... I don't think you gave us editing privileges. Well, the show can't go on. Uh, we oh. were going to talk about some cool stuff with my good friend, uh, Emily. Hey, Emily. Hi. How's it going? I'm I'm doing pretty good. How are you? It's good. I've noticed you dyed your hair green. You want to talk about that? Um. Well, Alex, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, my hair's been green for okay. as long as you've known me. Huh. I guess I don't see those things. Uh, and my friend John Luke, how you doing, John Luke? <laughs> good. I'm good. I also dyed my hair green. It's it's really nice. It's really nice. Yeah. Thank Have you, you ever seen the, uh, the the award-winning the award-winning film, The Joker? Uh once or twice, yeah. Mm-hmm. Big fan. I I take it. I try to take after him as much as I can. Good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Him being uh, the Joker. Oh, okay. It was a little unclear there. You just okay. yeah. Okay, that's good, though. But you know what? You guys both look great with green hair. I do not have green hair. You know what's uh, crazy is not only do John and I both have green hair, we're also wearing the same shirt. We, we are wearing matching My Chemical Romance t-shirts. So is it yeah. a webcam thing, or is Emily's shirt newer? Um, I think... I, I don't uh, know. It could, a, it could be a lighting situation. I think Emily's closer to her webcam and has better lighting. And I will say, I, John, I think your, I just your have hair like, looks less bright of the green. Emily's looks a little brighter, so it could I, be. I have br- like bright LED lights behind my monitor, so that's what's like lighting me. So uh, also, my hair I'm isn't talking. actually green. Oh no, no. but we Neither are Emily's. Actually, we, <laughs> <laughs> but we are actually wearing matching shirts because we are actually wearing. When, matching see, that's yeah. When John Luke joined the call, I saw the shirt he was wearing, and I had recently put up this shirt after doing laundry, so. Uh, I ran to my room and changed shirts real quick and came. That's back. why Emily was gone for half an hour while me and John Luke sat here. But yeah. that's good. Wow. You guys were talking about Star Wars. You were fine. We were. So you know, uh, TLDR. We're not going to talk about that. If you, um, if you leave X and I alone for long enough, we will talk about Star Wars. That's for true. Twenty minutes. Yeah, we know. just kind of revert to that. It's not really a choice. John Luke um, and I do the same thing, but with David Cronenberg. Yeah, that's true. He did a Star Wars once. I don't think that's true. Well, if you think about it, the the Yuuzhan Vong from the New Jedi Order, the amount of body horror that's going on in there, there is some Cronenberg inspiration, you could say. 
I'm not there uh, yet. But... Well, I guess I am there yet. That's beautiful. I'm on no, the journey. Not, you'll get th- you'll get there. True. You only have like I don't know, 19 to 21 more novels before you get to the Yuzan Vong stuff. But I'm in the new Jedi Order trilogy. What do you mean? It's, it's not at the end of it? It's, it's just what? Wait, 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 are you actually serious? Yeah. You're you're reading the Jedi Academy trilogy, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. The new Jedi Order is different from the Jedi Academy trilogy. Oh. The, new, the new Jedi Order is a 17-book series. Uh, plus two or three like ebooks. So I think I'm just gonna, mentioning. Star Wars. I'm gonna drop out now. Yeah, um, but you know, before I drop People out now, to go before you get there. Okay. Uh, well, but today we're not talking about the Yuzan Vong anymore. Well, that's probably a lie. But we are also talking about Yu-Gi-Oh, the fantastic manga, fantastic sound effect uh, by one Kazuki Takahashi. Um. He didn't do Did the, sound, the effect. sound effect. That's from the anime. That's 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 his voice. Um, the, yeah, it, yeah. It's it's the time we're recording this. It's like a year exactly from the day he died. Not exactly, but very close. It's the same month. Uh, and John Luke and Alex, I know what you're thinking. And yes, that was what I was doing while I made us wait uh, before oh. we started recording. Oh, uh, I was I'm not thinking that at all. I was grabbing uh, this sound effect. <laughs> so good i wasn't so thinking good. about that i was thinking about how i should uh pull up the denver broncos and kansas city chiefs football game in the background while we record this is, this is very disrespectful are you sure you don't have adhd <laughs> he just loves he just loves football he loves football wow you're, you're always doing something else while you're recording this show I'm always doing three things while I'm doing anything, so... Exactly! Are you sure you don't have ADHD? I don't know. I don't have a therapist to tell me stuff like that, so... Oh, then you don't. You don't, you don't have, have ADHD. Go, you don't have to see a therapist for that. You just get referred by a doctor to, a like, a, a person who gives you a test. You can also Google, do I have ADHD? And if you match one of the symptoms, you have ADHD. I'm sure there's an, an online test that will be 100% accurate. It also gives your Hogwarts house. So, yo, pretty, uh, two if birds. you're doing a test where you're looking up your Hogwarts house, you do probably have ADHD. Yu-Gi-Oh! is a Japanese manga series written and illustrated by one Kazuki Takahashi, uh, the person we talked about. Uh, it was serialized in, uh, you know, a book that we've heard about or a magazine in uh, Weekly Shonen Jump between yeah. September 1996 and March 2004. That was sort of the original run. Uh, and the plot follows a story of a young boy named Yugi Muto. Which I'm gonna call him Yugi Moto because that's what that's what four kids tells me his name is, um, and he solves the ancient millennium puzzle. Yugi awakens a gambling alter ego or spirit within his body self body that solves his conflicts using various games. And you know what? Who doesn't have a gambling alter ego? I mean, it's me when I go to the magic store. <laughs> <laughs> Jean Luke's, what's your evil uh, gambling alter ego called? Oh God, I don't know. Okay. We can think uh, about that. Colniage. It's um instead of Yami Yugi, it's uh Jami John Luke. <laughs> Jami John Luke. I like that. I don't, I don't like that. Well, we're split. Uh, the it's manga series J A M I. Jami. Uh, but yeah, it's a popular manga. It spawned a media franchise, include multiple spin-off, a manga, and the anime series who you heard the little transition from. It's actually like the end of the theme song. Mm-hmm. But I think also when it was on TV, like when it would come back from a commercial break, they'd do that too. They'd be mm-hmm. like, and now back to Yu-Gi-Oh! 
Uh, the um, other memorable moment from that theme song is. There's so many ones there too. Oh, it's great. That's all it's I've a, got. I'm I'm sorry. It's a great uh, theme song. But yeah, it is. It fucking whips ass. And 40 million people agreed. Well, not really about the theme song because the manga sold 40 million copies uh, so far, which is which is kind of a lot. Uh, and we read Yu-Gi-Oh's the first two volumes. Um, I think Emily's read the most of this of any of us. And, I'm barely uh, like I think I read like one or two chapters more than you guys. Like it's just funny because you were like, oh, I didn't read as much as you guys. Sorry, I, I didn't read what we were supposed to. And it's like because no, I thought we were you, supposed you read, to read more. You read more. You read more. Uh, but yeah, I'll give a, a brief little plot summary. Somewhat brief, somewhat not brief. But Yugi Moto, he's a classic kid who's bullied in high school by a person named Honda and a person named Katsuya, uh, who are two of his classmates. Uh, he's protected and comforted by his friend Anzu Mazaki. And uh, Yugi shows her his secret puzzle, which is weird phrasing, uh, that he's been unable to solve for eight years. Uh, he's got this cool puzzle, which uh, for those, you know, for those video subscribers, little puzzle took him eight years. Uh, the puzzle I have in my hand, I, it's been two months, so I got time time to finish that one off. Um, but yeah, unbeknownst to Yugi, Katsuya steals a piece of the puzzle before uh, he also gets beat up by another bully named Yushio, who is like protecting Yugi because he's like, ah, you're a, you're, you're, you're a loser. I got to protect you. But he's also extorting him because he's like, that'll be 200,000 yen. So please give me the money for, for beating them up. Uh, but Yugi ends up standing up for Katsuya and Honda. And Katsuya becomes friends with Yugi and returns the missing piece of his puzzle. And with that missing piece returned, Yugi completes his puzzle and unlocks a dark and mystical persona with a penchant for games of chance. Uh, in the anime, he's named Yami Yugi. In the manga, he's just like dark Yugi. And he's cool and he's confident. Uh, and this persona confronts Yushio late at night and challenges him to a game of chance involving four, 400,000 yen, a knife, and a handkerchief. Uh, Ushio tries to cheat and ends up getting cursed and he sees money everywhere he goes now for the rest of his life like that's just all he just sees it fallen fallen from the sky which is sure to mess with someone's psyche uh, the rest of volume one follows the same structure with most with people uh, mostly Yugi's classmates committing evil acts and being punished by Yugi's other persona in a game of chance uh, these include a director who films kids getting beat up for ratings a person who sells tickets to watch himself uh, sing karaoke an escaped convict who holds a diner at gunpoint a fake psychic who tries to rape a classmate, very fucked up, some dude who tries to get a carnival moved, and a teacher who tries to embarrass her students. Um, their punishments include getting set on fire, seeing blurry images for the rest of their life, their skin literally peeling off, uh, people learning he's not a psychic, which is a little like, it's the lowest stakes one, and it's like the guy who tried to rape someone is like, now they know you're not a psychic. And it's like, um, yeah, you could have you just killed them. And then, you know, death as a, as a nice classic one. And that's volume one. It's very Monster of the Weeky sort of, um, where he's sort of discovering his powers. But Yugi doesn't know about Dark Yugi. He's just kind of this happy little boy who's like getting bullied sometimes. And then he his goes into disappear. like a fugue state. <laughs> yeah, he does. And all of his bullies just disappear. And he's like, okay, okay. He doesn't, he doesn't really think about it. Uh, volume two, we actually get our first look at the actual game of Duel Monsters, which is what people probably think of when they think of Yu-Gi-Oh. And uh, it's spearheaded by uh, the Duel Monsters world champion, Seto Kaiba. Wonderful guy. Uh, he discovers Yugi's grandfather has a Blue-Eyes White Dragon card. And after learning that he won't sell it, uh, he decides to steal it. But Yugi's alternate persona challenges him to a game of Duel Monsters. And after defeating Kaiba, he traps him in the world of Duel Monsters for one night. He turns him into a card and kind of tosses him into a pile of cards, which makes him hang out with the other cards. And they're scary, some of those cards. Um, 
And then uh, ending off the volume, Janucci, he joins a gang for some reason and then also leaves it again for some reason. It's it's a really weird sort of side thing where he's like, I'm in a gang now. And then they beat up Yugi and he's like, I didn't feel good about that. Um, and then uh, there is a little more plot um, important is they meet a mysterious keeper of the Millennium Items named Sadie. Um, and uh, he enters Yugi's mind to test him and finds that there's Yugi, the little boy, and also this dark spirit that's very twisted and complicated. Uh, and Yugi succeeds in a test. And then Shadi ends up getting a corrupt archaeologist eaten by a crocodile god. And that's uh, that's about all we read for Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, so, yeah. What did y'all, what did y'all, what was your familiarity with Yu-Gi-Oh going into this? Starting with uh, Jean-Luc. Uh, minimal. Uh, I probably know more about the card game than any of the actual media franchises. Uh, I mean, I know I've seen like probably clips from the anime. I know about Seto Kaiba. I've heard of I've heard of that man. Uh, um, I I know Pot of Greed is exceptionally broken because Yu-Gi-Oh doesn't have a mana system. Uh, I, I know all the reasons why Yu-Gi-Oh is an inferior card game to Magic the Gathering. <laughs> Uh, but you know, that's, that's, that's my, uh, exposure to the, pro- oh, I know about Karibo too. I like Karibo. He's cute. Yeah. Sadly, Karibo was not in the first two volumes. Yeah. I was really disappointed. And nobody said you have to believe in the heart of the cards, which was no. disappointing to me. Not yet. Not- I, um, I am sort of the opposite in familiarity with John Luke and that I am like, pretty familiar with the anime uh i mean mostly like mostly the dark kingdom arc uh which this is would be considered a part of um i haven't watched there's Yu-Gi-Oh! season zero which is like an actual adaptation of this versus like the first season of the anime which is just focused on the card game and doesn't do any of the other games um i haven't watched Yu-Gi-Oh! season zero but i really want to um but I have seen a lot of uh, dual monsters, uh, and I, uh, I like I actually like I watched it a lot as a kid, and I rewatched a bunch of it uh, when I was in college because it was on Netflix. And um, I've never played any of the card game because I'm bad at card games. Uh, I had friends that liked this manga, so I was pretty excited going into reading this. Uh, but nice. yeah, I uh, I like Yu Gi Oh a lot. Heck yeah, I'm also a Yu Gi Oh head. I remember buying my my Yu Gi Moto starter deck in like 1999. What's your history with Yu Gi Oh? I bought that deck, so I got the Yu Gi deck, and then my sister got the Kaiba deck, and she gets blue eyes, so she won every duel. It was like did you oh. guys did you guys like watch the anime? Yeah, watch the anime. We went to the card shop weekly and it was cool because in the anime they're going to the card shop and in real life i'm going to the card shop and i'm like oh my god i'm yeah. just like yuki moto wow that's so cool uh but yeah i, I you know yuki's been going it's been going on for like 30 years now ish maybe 20 20 something mm-hmm. um and i really only care about the first five seasons and i've bought those cards like 10 times over they always do like special editions or like oh wow you get the blue eyes again I'm like wow blue eyes that's so cool um so i love Yu-Gi-Oh. i'd read part of the manga before but it was years ago it was neat to um get back into it and i didn't remember all that much about it other than the fact that like it's not really the like the tv show for the first like two three volumes mm-hmm. um, and yeah. even then it's, it's it's like the tone's definitely different because it's not like a kid's show and this one's definitely not like you know it can be geared at more like the the teen audience for sure but it's a bit like yeah 
a bit, a bit stuff like that. Um, I do love Yu-Gi-Oh though. And I do have my millennium puzzle that I hope to hope to build someday. Um, yeah, I was, I was aware of the fact that this was not going to include too much of the card game itself, but John Luke, I meant to understand that you were not, you were expecting more card game. I was expecting all card game. I didn't know I mean, that yeah. this was... I thought Yu-Gi-Oh! was just, like, about the card game. Like, when he completed the Millennium Puzzle, I'm like, oh, that's when he's going to get his first deck or whatever, and they're going to play the card game. But no, I had to wait, like, nine chapters <laughs> for them to introduce the card game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they don't even know as much as I do, because they're all like, Blue Eyes White Dragon is the most busted card in the game. And I'm like, no, it's Pot of Greed, you fucking noobs. <laughs> get a grip. Where's Pot uh, of Greed? Where's Karibo? Although I will say... Uh, in keeping with the actual card game, it seems like the one game that they actually played lasted about two and a half turns, which is uh, pretty normal for what I understand of uh, like actual like competitive Yu-Gi-Oh! Is that yeah. definitely, very de- short. Definitely nowadays, like the, the way yeah. it goes is like you just like chain cards together and it's like yeah. my brain is not is not strong enough to understand. Again, this. unlike the most beautiful ga- card game ever uh, created, Richard Garfield's Magic the Gathering. It has no mana system to constrain what you can and can't do. So you can just like dump your hand on her, which I understand the appeal. I'm sure it's fun. I, I'm not actually anti Yu-Gi-Oh card game. Uh, um, what are you, what do you guys, what are your general thoughts? Did you guys like reading the Yu-Gi-Oh even though it didn't get to the card game for a while? Or what was your, yeah. What are your thoughts initially starting with Emily? Oh, okay. Um, I I really enjoyed this. I like I had heard that the Yu-Gi-Oh manga was pretty good. Like I said, I have friends that like this manga, so I uh I I had a feeling that I was gonna like this, but at, just reading it, I found it uh I found it super charming and delightful, and the art is really cute and yugi it like yugi's design is so stupid his hair is so stupid but he's so cute he's so fucking cute i have so many screenshots that i took while i was reading this that are just of yugi being adorable uh because he is and uh yeah i i had a great time i I would be when I thought that I was supposed to read more of this, I was like legitimately bummed that I wasn't going to get to read all of it. Or I mean, like, I, I actually I might keep going because I did enjoy this a lot. Uh, I, I hear after about volume seven is when it starts to get like really focused on the card game. So like maybe I I won't like read the whole thing. But uh, I I yeah, like I, I had a great time. I really enjoyed this. Nice. Jonathan Luke then. I was really bored. Oh, <laughs> um, I hate I, I, I hate to say it because I know I know Alex, you really like Yu-Gi-Oh, but uh it was it was at times felt like torture to uh read, <laughs> read these issues. Um and I was I, like by the grace of God, they are fairly short issues at the end of the day. So it didn't actually take me that long to get through 15. Um, and I will say that I, I definitely like the second volume more, like once they introduced the card game, but the first volume, which is the like sort of monster of the week stuff, I was like, I was like zoning out and there were definitely points where I just like skimmed and stopped reading the text. Cause I was like, all right, get to the point, show me what the game is at the end. And that was like <laughs> the one thing that I cared about, like 
the sort of the way that the characters were written was I I was so off of it. I I did not care. Uh, I not surprised like, by this at all. Yeah, I, I I I I hate to I hate to say it, but yeah, it was just oh, kids bullied. Oh, kid got his wish. He has friends now. They do Yay. high school shenanigans. I don't give a shit. And they're all a little creepy. Just just a little creepy. They're all. Well, like, I will hmm. say the I, I was pretty turned off when the when the grandpa character was talking about uh, how big Yugi's uh, best friend's chest had gotten. Yeah, um, there's there's like, a good deal of like weird pervy stuff in this that I mean it just kind of comes with the territory of manga yeah. uh, in a lot uh, of cases. Yeah, but it's uh, it's still pretty bad. I I don't like it when that's you know the charming that's supposed to be like the charming character in the book. Oh, absolutely! You know, the, like it sucks it's, ass. It's it's, it's Grandpa Yugi is much great. better in the anime. He's just an old man who's like, I love my cards. But it, I I thought it was really funny that Yugi's like, yeah, this puzzle's a keepsake from my grandfather. Making it sound not like that one. super dead, and then he's like, "Oh no, he's not dead yet." But this, you know, it, it will be when he dies. It will it's be. It's like, what the fuck, Yugi? <laughs> What's your? Uh... I think I missed that. I think I thought it was his other grandfather. Oh no, 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 no it was no. the same one. Oh, yeah, no, there, no. there were. I was, I wasn't expecting it to be as funny as it was. Like, there's with the TV producer stuff. He's like, "Hey," he looks at a picture of Yugi. He's like, "That's a kid who definitely gets bullied." Yeah, what a fucking loser! And I'm like, "Ah, oh, yeah." He sure is, and it's like that, and like the karaoke guy who's like, "I'm selling tickets so people can watch me karaoke." And I'm like, "Oh man, what a loser!" And he like loses because he like can't not make sound for like a long enough time. Like that's, it's, that's his, it's his heartbeat is too yeah, his strong. Heart, his heart's beating is too too long, and then the one where they're in the well, diner. So he and, like, left the microphone on, right? That was the thing. yeah, because he always well, yeah, has but, a but the, but yeah. the it's because the microphone was next to him and yeah, he, his right. heart was beating, so it was picking yeah. up on the microphone. Yeah, and then the, in the diner when the guy burns to death, I know it's like Yugi doesn't know about the dark Yugi, but like the guy's burning to death, and Yugi's like, I never got my burger. But 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 it's like what? And then the issue ends, and you're like, huh? They watched the guy burn to death, and then lastly yeah. was the guy who owns the well, sneaker nobody... store. They didn't watch him burn to death, right? Because she was blindfolded in that. Uh... He's still burning in the restaurant there. Like, oh, like they're... as they like... leave? Yeah, I guess yeah. that's right. Yeah. Then there's the sometimes a guy just spontaneously combusts. Yeah, it's hey, it's not my business. He's he's doing his thing. Not gonna let that ruin my day. Yeah, <laughs> and then the guy who sells like expensive sneakers from a sneaker store and then gets like goons to steal his sneakers back from the people he sells his sneakers from. Just like wonderful camp there. Wonderful. That. Yeah. That made me laugh really hard, actually. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm like, I'm not surprised that this was not for you, John Luke, but like, uh, I just, it's so, a lot of it is so, is so dumb and silly, but it like, in a way that I just found uh, incredibly charming. What did you guys think of like the, the you know very little the first two volumes are actually about duel monsters like like jean luc said the duel monsters we get is like two turns and then the guy gets turned into a card and it's like oh is this i thought this was what it's all about um yeah what what was your what's your question my question is what do you think about like the choice or like the direction for him to for not to be about the card game at the beginning and it to be like i am this evil spirit who's gonna well not evil just like it's more like a like a karma spirit in in many ways 
I I mean like I I've the the games themselves a lot of them it's like how is this a game uh or or like they're they're just kind of goofy um but I enjoyed that and I thought the like variety of them was uh I I thought that was kind of more fun than than the card game we just didn't see enough of the card game, I think, to for me to like really compare the two. Um, like, I, 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 the games, like, I guess, like, the, 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 the manga predates the card game, right? Or yeah. is it the other way around? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely kind of seems like something where the card they kind of stumbled and in, maybe stumbled into the card game by accident, mm-hmm. uh, like as it being like this huge phenomenon. Um. I was mostly just surprised. I was just like, when are we getting to the cards? Because the games were like, it was fun to see them play out, but I felt like they never, they were supposed to be these sort of like ironic ways of like defeating the enemies. Mm -hmm. But I never felt like any of the bad guys were like set up well enough for the irony to really work. Like that whole bit where like to go to the karaoke one, like that whole bit where Yugi's like you lost because, you know, you couldn't get the microphone away from yourself because you always had the microphone on because I guess the thing is like he cares about hearing his own voice too much or whatever. I'm like, it's a bit of a stretch, that one. I didn't really get that from the rest of the uh, from the rest of it. The so I like that part of it. I was just, I was just kind of confused as to like what was going on, which is definitely an issue with like where my expectate, what I expected the story to be versus what it actually is. I was just, I was a little, I did feel a little lost if I'm being honest. That's fair. Um, Not lost as in like the story was hard to follow, but lost as in like, am I reading the right book? I knew I was because I know that that's what Yugi looks. I know what Yugi, the character looks like. So I knew I was reading the right book, but I was like, is this like some spinoff thing? Is this like the high school? (laughs) I I, I don't know. It's also, I think the version that we read was um, translated by people who also put like cliff notes at the bottom. So it it felt a little... it was a fan translation was yeah. the impression that I got. Yeah. So then it's like, and then you can be like, Oh, is this actually like fan fiction of Yu-Gi-Oh too? But that's, it is the, that was the actual, the actual thing. Um, for me, the, the part with the dual monsters that like, it wasn't long, but I felt like the art really stepped up when you actually get to see the creatures and stuff pop out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys had, had any thoughts about the art in general, but when the, like, when you get to see like, it was like a it was like a dragon and like a some sort of like boar or something and mm-hmm. just the way they animated from the cards i thought it was like oh these look really cool like this would be nice to have like on a wall and knowing what the cards actually look like like on as a card like this is way cooler than the actual cards too no actually i noticed like once it got to the chapters where they started to introduce the card stuff i felt like the art like kind of stepped up a little bit so uh yeah i i feel i definitely noticed that i i really enjoyed the art in this book i it was uh i, I don't know i don't want to say it was like better than i was expecting because i don't want to make it sound like i was expecting it to be bad i just like i would uh, just I, I I really liked a lot of the art uh, more like I I had more of like a positive re- I, I expected to have more of like a neutral reaction I guess but I had more of like a positive reaction a lot of the time when I was reading it just because I uh, I liked a lot of the the art and a lot of the like character expressions and stuff like that 
I, I was taken aback at like how detailed it was relative to other like you know weekly manga that we've that we've read, right? Because mm-hmm. we, we talked about this on I think like the Spy Family and the Witch Hat Atelier episodes that like mm-hmm. it's not always the most like intricate because of the release schedule, but I felt like every panel was like really you know obviously there are some where it's just like the character's face and then like speed lines or whatever in the background Mm -hmm. which again much like berserk i feel obliged to mention speed lines must be banned from comics at once (laughs) um but like even those panels like the character's faces feel like they have a lot of detail put into the facial expressions like the character designs are not particularly simple you know uh like Emily mentioned Yugi's hair is like always, you know, is very ridiculous. Um, and even some of the other characters have like, you know, defining qualities about them. Like the the one bully's hair has a very distinctive hairstyle. Um or former bully, I guess, the one who becomes his friend. Uh Tenuchi. Yeah, Tenuchi. yeah. Has a very dis- and like the grandpa has a very distinctive style. He's always wearing that hat. So I was kind of impressed by, you know, just how much detail was how much clearly how much detail was put into all the different panels and also like the you know distinctive visual flares to make the dark yugi look different like distinct from a normal yugi like it's very uh it's very superman clark kenty where it's like very obvious if you if you know that it's the same character but like the way they carry themselves is different like yugi yugi always has his hands in his pockets he's has his head keeps his head down uh which you know is the exact opposite of the dark yugi who has like a lot of swag uh so swag swag also, in my book but yeah uh <laughs> no he trust me you don't you just don't like you don't know anything about dark yugi so like, you gotta hear his voice me. you hear his voice once well, and it's also over. yeah like the 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 voice actor that they have for in the uh like english version of the anime is really good um but like he also gets like like more pronounced like eyeliner around his eyes it, that I really enjoy. That's that's true. Yeah, I like that. It's yeah, it's, it's, too. yeah. He like I I don't think he wears like the buckled choker before he starts. Does he? Uh, he wears a choker, like, but it's 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 a different one. Yeah, I think like okay. Yugi has it in a drawer somewhere, and he's like, "Where did this come from?" And he like doesn't think about it anymore because he's like. Yeah. Yugi's just like a dumb kid, man. He's a happy dumb kid who like gets bullied a lot, and he's like, "Oh, I just want friends." And then, yeah, he just wants friends. Terrible, terrible things happen. And then he turns into a guy who looks like he came from an '80s or '90s Vertigo comic, and does yeah. like yeah. the same amount of bloodshed that like it's, you know John yeah. Constantine does. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's the whiplash is insane. Like the when they do the diner scene and they like the guy they immolate the guy. I'm like what the hell is what the hell am i reading i thought this yeah. was for babies yeah. like i i i i was i was like genuinely to, i was like they're, they just <laughs> killed it. I, I thought they were just gonna like leave him like sitting there like and yeah. walk out with like the lighter balance on his hand but no they just burn yeah. him to death and the and you just, you want is, like, yeah. not to not to talk down on that like that that's the coolest part is like when they when they kill those guys but. no but it is like very funny <laughs> Not like that. It's not funny in context, but it's oh. like funny that it is. Well, 
it's like funny that it is happening. That... Uh, yes, that is true. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I, 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 I didn't really interpret any of that as being played for laughs necessarily. No, oh, that's no, not no, what no. I meant. I meant like on like a like meta yeah, I, I, I see level. Yeah. It is very funny. Um, it's one of the reasons I think that I had like such a weird experience reading it is like. That's fair. <laughs> I, I was, I, and, and I think and this is partially, I know that like it's gone on for, you know, 20, 30 years or whatever now. So I'm sure like it gets dialed in later on. Um, I don't know. That I was I just, say that. Okay. Maybe not then. Cause I was just like, I, I, I was just befuddled. Like I, and it really like was like, I can't really get my, like, I can't really get a grip on like what, what's happening or like what I'm supposed to take seriously and what I'm not. And I think the answers are supposed to take it all seriously. Oh, but it's there's, like, it, there's like definitely I mean, comedic moments that yeah. are on purpose, like throughout, but it's, it is interesting because it's like the first half of the book will have a comedic moment. And then the bad guy steps in and then, you know, he, he messes with the gang. And then the back half is always like serious. And then the ending is not serious. There's like, sometimes it's half a page. Like, I, I know I keep talking about the part where Yugi order, wants a burger after that guy's, like, on fire. But it's, like, yeah. there always is this, like, oh, but it's still, it's still, like, it's still quirky. It, it's kind of end. like the Danganronpa thing, right? Where, like, the whole thing is very, very, a very, very serious story. And then when they get to the part, like, they inevitably catch the killer and do the death montage. It's just really goofy and over the top and, like, yeah. played for laughs. But I didn't feel like it was, I, I, I didn't quite get the the part where that I was supposed to be laughing. But I don't know. No, no, I don't think so. Did you guys have a favorite? I mean, you mentioned the the guy being set on fire, but a favorite either like way the people were dealt with or that 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 kind of stuff when when Dark Yugi's in there. Um, I mean, like sending Kaiba to the dual monsters realm is pretty good. Um. I don't know. I kind of I liked all of them because it's really like ridiculous and silly and but also like I'm like I mean I wouldn't want any of that shit to happen to me, I tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, I don't know. Like I just um I just like I like I said I had a good time reading this. So I I enjoyed all of the the silly little ways each chapter ended. <laughs> I did like the the TV producer one uh, with the guy who's basically trying to shoot a snuff film. Uh, <laughs> a bullying snuff film. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, he's like, maybe I should kill the kids next time. Yeah, like, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, what? <laughs> my man is trying to film death and put it on like a Channel Five. I don't know. Like, it's I. <laughs> Um, but I, I, I did enjoy that one. I didn't quite get the point that they were trying to get across with like, he sees the world as if it's like Japanese porn where they censor the, the, the genitalia. I'm like, I'm not really sure what the connection there is to, uh, what he's doing, but I also get annoyed when I watch Japanese porn and you can't see the genitalia. So I, I don't know. Like, I guess that, that does sound like it would be a punishment. No, no, he sees everything blurry, not just Japanese porn. <laughs> no, 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 I get that okay, okay. he sees everything, that his everything is blurry. Yeah. But the connection they, that they're making is that it's like yeah. the note that, like, editors note is that, like, this is the term that they use in for, like, when they blur sure. things out in Japanese porn. I'm like, I, 
I didn't. But know it's also a like they, it's like that, in in like Yugi's thing because they show him getting beat up, and he's like, "This is going to show on TV, but don't worry, your face will be blurred out." Right, so there's right, a little right. bit of like, oh yeah, that, okay, I see. But it's still like I don't know. Yeah, it's some of the connections are a little tenuous. It's fine. And I'm not sure if the show or if the manga continues with like this part of stuff, but I kind of like just seeing where they go with like, oh, like what's next? What are they going to get um, when it goes into the card stuff? The other thing is um, you mentioned the Kaiba one, Emily, and Kaiba's like, sure, he steals the cards and he's kind of a dick, but in the anime, he's much more like of a, of a, of a dick. Like he's, he like puts Yugi's grandpa in the hospital, calls him a decrepit old man, steals his like cards and like does all this stuff. Um, and I feel like if anything, Yugi, Yugi radicalized him by making him spend a night in the in the in the card graveyard. Like that's, I don't know, because I know he's pr- going to be in the show later on, and I know he's not going to be a good guy. So it's like, huh, well done. Yeah, they definitely uh, like. Uh, I don't want to say ex- ex- they intensify the like insanity of. Kaiba's actions in the anime just like because you gotta you, you like you feel more you have to feel more content in a season of an anime uh or at least you used to have to fill more content in a season of an anime than was usually present in the chapters of a manga so like you gotta raise the stakes to to draw things out and and make things more crazy uh so yeah it it, this is a much like by comparison a much more subdued version of seto kaiba yeah which is funny because everything happening around him is way more not subdued like it's like you know yeah actually like the what happens with kaiba is kind of like one of the most normal things that occurs as far as all these little games go yeah the other thing is like in the actual like in the manga going forward there's like you know people die in duels like it's if you know it's like if you lose this duel you lose your soul you're dead but in the the anime they're like we've created the shadow realm which is like a dimension where like you're just there for a while you can get out but someone has to like get you out so like the shadow realm was only in the four kids dub right like they they die in the like original yeah like the the japanese version of the anime it's the power of voiceover it's like (laughs) it's wonderful Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, did you guys have any any favorite character in this thing? I I I don't know. For me, it's probably a good old regular Yugi because, like Emily said, he's a cute guy. But in terms of the other characters, I'm not like like I like it a lot. But I'm like, oh, I don't know if I like any of the other characters all that much. Um, I I mean, like I feel like the only characters that really get much development in what we read are Yugi and Jonochi, and so like I liked them. And, and Grandpa, he's a creep. Yeah, no, not not Grandpa. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but like Yugi and Jonochi were a little fruity. <laughs> In the first in the first issue, they they have this moment where it's like we are now friends, but it's like a very like they keep having moments where like uh, like Yugi will say something and Jonochi will react a certain way and Yugi will be like, "Did I say the wrong thing?" Or like you know like they're like 
I, I don't know. Like they're they're uh, when Jonochi is in the gang, Yugi's like, "We're gonna figure out what the problem is because Jonochi wouldn't do this to us." And I don't know. Like they, it felt like they are. It felt like they are very good friends. They're very good friends. <laughs> they're very good friends. Very good friends. I like Honda because he he's just kind of there. He's a bully and then he goes away for like six chapters. Then he comes back and he's like, I guess I'll be your friend. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Um, All I remember. I mean, like I all I remember about him is uh, in the anime. He has like a thing with uh, Genochi's sister. Oh, yeah. Like who's blind, blind and in the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, good old Tristan. He also his voice is also different for the first few episodes, and then they get a new voice actor. In there. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that, but you're right. Very fun. Yeah, I feel like it's taking like a great uh, test of will and strength for Alex and I to not use their English localization names for everyone. Joey Wheeler, he's from Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Um, see, John Luke, you might be aware, but like Jonochi in the anime, uh, his name is Joey Wheeler. Joey Wheeler. His English voice actor does like a bad Brooklyn accent. Hey, Yuki. Let's go do some monsters, yeah? Hey, Yug. <laughs> a lot of Yug. And yeah. then Yugi talks isn't, like that, this. isn't that more Boston than Brooklyn? That's how. Hey, you got me. You more. got me. I could uh, be doing the wrong one. Yeah, uh, it's it's probably Boston, and he said, and Alex said Brooklyn, so I just went with that. But um, yeah, and it's uh, there. There was a. There was like a trend in the early 2000s of like trying to when doing uh English dubs for anime like especially for kids they would like sometimes give characters accents to like try to you know like differentiate them uh based on sound uh you, you got uh like joey in in Yu-Gi-Oh, uh molly from the original sailor moon also had like a boston accent or something uh it was uh it was an interesting time for uh for yeah. localizing anime and say what you will about the Yu-Gi-Oh show they have some great voice actors and like ways they go with it like there's a character you'll meet called Weevil Underwood. And he talks like this. It's, it's, it's better, but it's more like he's a bug guy. And he's oh, it's like, so good. My little bugs. And that's just, that's it. That's him for like, and he gets like three episodes in a row where he's just like, mm-hmm. my moth. I think, <laughs> I, I think he comes back at some point. Oh, but, he um, doesn't leave the show for the first five seasons. Like he ends up joining a cult yeah. at the end and like yeah. s- selling his soul. And yeah. 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 And then there's um, a guy who likes dinosaurs. It's, it's cool. It's it's neat. Uh, yeah. Do you guys... Uh, I, I'm not... You know, in terms of card games having like spinoff TV shows and expanded lore, what is your experience with that? And what do you what do you guys think of that? Because Yu-Gi-Oh! for me is the one that like I go to. But I'm sure that... I'm sure it's not a one-off thing, especially with how successful Yu-Gi-Oh! is. Um, I don't play card games. I only just recently learned that Magic the Gathering has story. Um, I I don't know. I, Didn't I, your wife play it, Magic for like ten years? Um, yeah, that doesn't mean that I know 
thing. Okay, fair enough. A it's, it's a second-rate card game for, for second-rate viewers anyway. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like yeah, I I had no idea that Magic the Gathering had like a, a that yeah. you, I, or I I I guess I assumed for Magic the Gathering I assumed that there was lore I assumed it was or I knew that there was lore I assumed that it was more like you know you you got the story through like the flavor text and stuff and like the the background i didn't know you were like playing through a story when you're playing the card game that's well the... that's you don't really play a story when you play the card game well okay like but... i am not explaining it well but like there there was there a... is a story that progresses through every set yeah like the, the, there is like a story there is a storyline that's happening yeah yeah uh, like I, yeah. i'm not explaining it well but yeah but the, but that is the thing that i didn't know about okay, I, I knew yeah. there i knew there was more i just didn't I, know uh, the way with which it intersects yeah, uh, I mean it's pretty important. Yeah, they we they just finished up like a three year arc of about uh, defeating the Phyrexians for the third time, uh, for real those, this time, guys. We, okay, we, we got them for real. Uh. Uh, uh, no, no, I I read uh, I've read a lot of Magic the Gathering novels in my life. Um, I've read a lot of like Magic the Gathering comics and uh, the. Uh, for a while, they switched from doing novels to doing like uh, digital story stuff. So it was like on their website. It was like short stories. Uh, I, I kind of fallen off of that. Like I think I, I like I don't think I would like Magic as much if it weren't for the flavor and the like, uh, like the art and the, the different settings. Like I mean, I started when I the first Magic set I played was Innistrad, which is like a uh, sort of Lovecraftian Gothic horror themed set, which of course was you know my shit um and there's like so like that is super important to me and for uh, for, super important to my like enjoyment of magic um and i like it when games have that kind of lore i mean i i played pokemon for a long time but i came to pokemon from the anime uh when i was a kid so no i i i I enjoy like that element of uh and and that was one of the things i enjoyed about magic at the beginning was that there were a ton of cards that like you know, you would read, you would look at the picture and read the name and, and read the, like, and know what the card did and read the flavor text. And it would hint at like this much larger world and story that was going on. And like, that was one of the things that was really cool to me when I first started playing magic. Um, so yeah, I think it's cool when, uh, when card games have that lore. I, I like, I didn't know that Yu-Gi-Oh was just like some high schoolers though. I, I thought like the lore was oh, really yeah. cooler. I mean, I'm sure it is <laughs> like they start hinting at like, the the you know some of like the more ancient lore i guess but i, I definitely did think the lore was way cooler than like it's some high schooler got basically just time, like but... e- egyptian it's very like yeah. taken from like egyptian sort of myths and stuff like that and especially like the this whole like tutankhamen thing where like oh like we came across this this thing and maybe it's cursed and here's some there's like seven artifacts and everybody on the dig got like dead or something it's like whoa cool um and it does get its own mythology but that is really where it sort of starts and you find out that um that dark yugi is like the the spirit of like a a, a pharaoh or some shit yeah i don't, uh-huh. don't remember i don't remember all and like there and i 
I'm remembering he's, this based on the anime, so I don't know yeah. uh, to what degree this is true for the, the manga. But um, it, like, I think Kaiba is also the descendant of like a guy that the uh, the pharaoh was like enemies with or something. Yeah, it's like thousands of years ago. The Egyptians, yada yada. yada. So mm-hmm. he, Kaiba was like this sorcerer, and Yugi was this pharaoh, and they mm-hmm. had this clash, and it's sort of like a prophecy like we're back again mm-hmm. kind of like hawkman hawk girl and whatever the other guy is was it also like an enemies to lovers kind of thing like the hawkman hawk girl thing or no? the, uh, in, the, in the fan fiction that i'm reading yes yes, uh-huh. yes. which which we'll talk about in two weeks we'll, <laughs> that's our that's our, <laughs> that's our next book. episode yeah <laughs> uh a magic question for you jean Luc. uh you know they have lore they have cards I don't, uh-huh. you know, so you have both it, those things. It might have believed that there's Stranger Things and Transformers in the official lore now. Oh my god, is this uh, true? Fortnite. So, um, I'm sorry. The question of whether or not those are actually part of the lore, uh, the answer to that is no. Uh, they're not in theory they could be because the whole conceit of magic is that it's a multiverse of like different planes uh, hmm. that you can go to. Uh, so, like, most of the sets are, like, different planes of existence, and then there's characters called Planeswalkers that can go between them. Um, so, in theory, there could be, like, a My Little Pony universe and a Transformers universe and, you know, a Jinji Ito universe. Uh, <laughs> but but no, those are not officially part of the Magic the Gathering lore, although much to my chagrin, uh, Magic is becoming more and more Metaverse-esque uh, in terms of how many properties they're importing yeah. into the game uh it's, which is a bummer because like magic has really cool lore and like part of what makes a game so cool is that like the different planes are like really unique and interesting and when it's just like doctor who walking dead yeah lord of the Rings. well lord of the rings was kind of okay because it at least feels like magic but it's you know yeah like walking dead is over like it's it's it it, it happened in pop culture and it's like well there's still three walking dead spinoff tv shows happening right now they're on right now yeah oh Oh, that's fucked up i'm sorry everyone sorry that's a thing that's upsetting to hear. That's my uh-huh. rice face. But Yu-Gi-Oh doesn't have <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh doesn't have anything like that because it is just no, like it is just based on a property, right? So yeah, and it's yeah, all it's just a lot of yeah. It doesn't have like license stuff, I don't think. But it has like it has increasingly gotten like weird and and wild, at least as far as like the I you know I don't know that much about the card game and how it operates. I know the anime like keeps the like every season of the anime is like weird or whatever. There it's yeah. So like the original show, they do their stuff. Yugi's story kind of ends, and the next mm-hmm. season is like a duelist academy. So it is actually mm-hmm. like you know people. It's like a boarding school kind of thing. And yeah. I think the series after that, the only thing I know about it is most of the duels happen while they're also racing motorbikes, just to make it more epic. It's yeah. like they have their dual discs and they're racing, epic. and it's just yeah, it's it's complete bad. And then the hair gets more pointy, and then they sometimes bring back Yugi and Kaiba for stuff. And uh, yeah, the yeah. the um the hairstyles get increasingly ridiculous as Yu Gi Oh goes on. It's good stuff. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty stuff. great. <laughs> um. We're we you know we're we're approaching time for getting near the end, but um, which Yu-Gi-Oh character do you think cries the most? 
I don't think any character is complex enough to have emotions that would make them cry. <laughs> okay, every single bad guy who gets tortured is sad, okay? And some of them might cry. I I don't think you would really cry if you were immolated. I think you would wouldn't have time for that. We'll see. I think What, what does that mean? <laughs> What are you saying, Emily? I think Jonochi cries the most. Mm. Why? I, they like kind of hint at some backstory with him that would make him cry. Yeah, his dad sucks yeah, that, a little. Yeah, a lot. He, yeah, he has like a shitty, abusive dad. Um, he joined a gang randomly for no reason. He just he seems like the type of he seems like the type of guy who's very committed to seeming like the type of person that does not cry. Which means that he cries a lot. He is overcompensating. In any anime, he definitely is the one that cries the most. He has, um, he has the moments. So There is another series um, that I am trying to think of that is... Uh, oh, yep, I found it. Okay. There is a like a, a Yu-Gi-Oh! knockoff series called uh, Card Fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and i just like i i want to uh i i want you guys to see the the hairstyle on the main character of card fight so i'm going to send a picture to our group chat don't look we'll describe it i that be would live. be great that would that would be great actually okay let's see <laughs> i'm opening discord all right i'm opening this image i'm I'm going to open this image and zoom in on it. Uh-huh. So there's four guys. Uh-huh. I just, uh, I, I of, don't care about the three guys in the back. I need <laughs> to know about the, the guy in the front. Yeah. So he's a very serious looking man with big green eyes and he's holding a card. Uh-huh. Uh, and he has, God, how would you describe this? So his <laughs> hair is red. It's very big and very pointy. But it's not like spiked up. Some of it is well, actually, none of it is really spiked <laughs> up. It's kind of droopy. Um droopy but firm. The more you look at it, the more it's like it is more fur-esque than like your, the hair that would be on your head. Yeah. Um and then it's the front of his giving head, a little bit of Robert Plant. Sure, yeah, actually, I can kind of see that. Um like and the the anime Robert it, Plant, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the front of it is like a pink swirl, which <laughs> I can't tell if it's like a headpiece or part of his hair. I am I almost a hundred percent certain that uh, that is part of his hair. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It, it looks like a J, the letter J, sort of. Yeah, or it is. Lower, more, it's more like a uh, lowercase uh, D, I suppose. It is just a pink um, But like it's not closed off at the bottom, if that makes sense. It's very odd. Like a music note, Without the stem. Spiky hair. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. He looks very serious. He does. Is this supposed to be the Yugi stand in? Because Yugi is very meek. Oh. Hello. Nice. Yeah, it it is just a pink swirl that is affixed to the front of the rest of his uh, spiky red haircut. And, you know, oh, he's clearly God. the main character because the other ones just have one tone of, of hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh-huh. why I, I don't care about describing them. 
I do like that guy's mullet, though. He's got, like, super tall, spiky hair, and then a mullet that's just as spiky at the back. (laughs) This is really Sonic the Hedgehog-y, and, like, but human. Yeah, which is which is neat. It's it's horrible to behold, but anyway, I just needed you guys. Two in the middle are giving uh, Jesse and James if they were straight. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty funny. (laughs) Exactly. Cool. Well, I think that's all a bit about it for you, unless you guys have any closing thoughts on it, on the experience you just had. Um, you didn't ask if. I was going to read any more Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, I think I might actually like, are you gen- going to read more Yu-Gi-Oh? G- genuinely? I uh, was really enjoying this. So I might at least just read until I feel like it falls off. Cause I hear that it kind of, I mean, not that yeah. it like, like falls Issue off, two. falls off. <laughs> Shut up. Um, <laughs> Volume two, Jean-Luc. But, uh, but I I enjoyed reading this a lot, so I nice. I would probably I would read you know like another couple of volumes at least. I think I think I'll join you just because I'm I'm very curious to see how they deal with the actual like card game because that is like the whole anime. Mm-hmm. It's like they're playing cards, they walk. They play cards, they walk. They play cards. Where are they, they walking sleep. to? The the next card game. <laughs> Oh, season one is like duelist kingdoms. So they're literally on an island with other duelists, and as oh, they walk, yeah. they they're like it's it's kind of in Pokemon where oh, like so it's kind of like Pokemon, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like they meet your eyes, and there's a duel going on. Um, but it's okay, well, everyone Pokemon doesn't different. adapt that part to the anime. <laughs> no, no, they really don't. No, which is which is you know why the anime is not not up to the standards. Uh, it would yeah. be cool I, if people just jumped out of the yeah. Board. I I actually now that you mention it, I wanna. I want to read long enough into the manga to get to uh, Mr. Maximilian Pegasus. He is uh, a delight. Yes. I, I actually, that, that sounds like a plan. I might, I might keep reading, see if I can get to uh, the man, the myth, the legend. Maximilian Pegasus. I think he's honestly in the next like volume because he does this sort of VHS game with Yugi Uh where he, you know, spoilers for those at home uh, steals his grandpa's soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Or kills him. I'm not sure if that. I'll have to read it. Yeah, we'll have to read it. I, I think it is still his soul because Yugi needs a reason to like go to him and be like, give it back. Or it could be a revenge of like, you killed my grandfather. Um, but anyway, Maximilian Pegasus is delightful. And uh, oh, do you hear that? You hear that that little tune? It kind of sounds like the Yu Gi Oh outro or intro, but it's not. It's like slightly, slightly different. I was hearing the uh, whopper, whopper, triple whopper, double whopper, bacon, the Burger King commercial. The second episode in a row, I think, where Jean-Luc has done a song. And uh, it's definitely a top two. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Doomsday Clock. Wow. Wow. That Burger King ad is kind of like the Doomsday Clock in terms of what (laughs) it makes me feel inside. We can we can get the sponsorship and rename the Doomsday Clock. I mean, we'd have to stop taking Jeff Johns and Gary Frank's money, but you know that's fine by me. Fine by me. Um, Burger King's pockets might be a little deeper. No way. Jeff Johns has that DC. If you're a Burger King executive, uh, listen to this podcast and you want to sponsor us, I will retract everything I've previous said. I've previously said about how much I hate the Impossible Whopper. I like the Impossible Whopper, so. And I've never had it, which makes us the perfect people to sponsor. You get all your demographics. Yeah. Because, like, you know what? Jean-Luc's, like, in the middle of the U.S. somewhere, and he's hungry, and there's nothing else around. not in the middle of the U.S. This is a theoretical scenario, right? And he's being chased. 
and he's hungry and he sees the impossible whopper and he says i gotta eat it and then it bestows upon him the power to um you know turn the tables on his would-be assailant i have a lot of would-be assailants out there it's true or as i like to call them friends not yet made um what did everyone cry about this week starting with uh, emily um, I actually, I was really, I was really trying to figure out what my cry space was going to be today. And then a promo clip for season two of interview with the vampire on AMC, uh, dropped today. And I did, this is not, this is not exaggeration. This is not a bit. I did get so I was so overwhelmed with emotion seeing Jacob Anderson's face again that I did uh, actually tear up in real life. Uh, so I I did cry watching the interview with the vampire season two clip uh, because I'm going to literally lose my fucking mind when season two starts airing next year. Damn. So you'd already see, this is a clip you'd already seen before to be No, clear. no, 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 no. This oh. was uh this was this was a new clip that I think aired at some sort of like Comic-Con or something that's hap- that happened this past weekend and gotcha. uh made its way onto the internet. Heck yeah. Coming soon. I mean, it's like Coming soon. It like probably like a full year from now, honestly. But Coming soon. That's good. That's good. Yay. Jonathan Lucasen. Uh I have been playing uh I've gotten back to playing Armored Core Six. My cry space nice. is not that I'm playing Armored Core Six, because Armored Core Six is fucking owns. My cry space is that every time I play Armored Core Six, it makes me want to go to archiveofourown.com and look at the Armored Core tag. And uh we are not they're not sending their best, is what I have to say. Uh Unfortunate. The Armored- for for all the posts I see online, while many of them are authored by me and then swiftly put in the drafts folder, uh, but for all the posts I see online about people who get really horny about Armored Core 6, uh, you are not writing about it enough, my friends. Uh, I need more of you to do that. John uh, Luke, you need to so. be the change you wish to see in the yeah, world. Yeah, I was going to say, why? I, I've heard your fanfic, and I... I I know I know how good it is. I know the yeah, quality it's of really dog it's really oh, dog Captain shit. Kennedy. So I need I need somebody with uh an a modicum of writing ability to to write an uh armored core six okay. fiction. Chad so. sends you you know, Chad sends you his writing samples. You need to send him the fan oh, fiction he'll edit it for you. I need to read the short story I told him I was gonna read. Uh, see? Now now when Chad that. listens to this episode, which he definitely does, he's gonna he's gonna know. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. But that's my cry space. I'm really sad about that. I need more Armored Core 6 fan fiction. Uh, nice. I need to know what uh, G3- G1 Michigan and uh, V2 Snail are getting up to in between the uh, the events of the video game. You know what? I'm very happy for you. Or not. I- I'm not sure. No, I'm, yeah. Well, I mean, I'll, there needs to be b- better ones. Then I'll be happy for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I am uh... shit where it's like the mech pilots fucking. I want the mechs to fuck to be clear. I don't care <laughs> about the pilots inside of the mech. We'll unpack this. After okay, the this show. actually is a really important <laughs> clarification because I did think this whole time you were talking about the pilots. Is there any world? You don't ever the... see the pilots. I mean, I don't any know anything about armor core in which the pilots and the mechs could at the same time have sex. Well, it's kind of like, 
the the mechs are kind of like extensions of the pilot's bodies. So when the mechs fuck, oh. it's kind of like the pilot's fucking. That's so okay. it's related, obviously. Is um, it a foursome then? Love wins. Or is it well, no, because the, the mechs themselves, they're not, it's not like an Avis Evangelion situation where the mechs are alive. Uh, uh, they're not. So it, it, it is still like, you know, one-on-one sex. It's not a foursome. One-on-one. Um, <laughs> Well, that's what most... you want me in sex right now. <laughs> I, I didn't want to say normal no. sex because then someone would get mad that like PVP you know, sex. PVP sex. <laughs> that's the way I'm doing it. I was what, is, is PVE sex when you just jack off? Or it's a sex toy, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's no PVE yeah. is bukkake. No, that's still PVP. I think. I don't know. Hmm. We'll talk about this after too. We have a lot. We're, the the debrief today is going to be. We have a lot of topics to cover. Yeah, indeed, yeah. Indeed. Uh, for me, I'm uh, I'm I'm into my new job. That's pretty good so oh. far. That's not my cry space because that's you know whatever. It's a job. Uh, my cry space is. I've been getting into back into reading the old Star Wars extended universe. Um, expanded and, uh, universe, but yeah. Did I say Maybe they call it the extended universe in Canada. I don't know. They do. They do. It's it's a dialect thing. It's a cultural thing. It's um. But you know, I'm reading. I'm reading the Jedi Academy stuff, um, uh-huh. which, which is neat. And in it, they talk about um. Oh, Palpatine came back, and then he turned Luke to the dark side. But then Luke fought him off with the power of friendship and stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't. I don't remember seeing any books about that. And John Luke was like, Oh no, it's a comic book series. And I was like, Oh. And then he's like, and it's dog shit. And I was like, Oh. So. I cry space they is, I have to read that. So in two weeks, Star Wars <laughs> Dark Empire. Oh. I'll read a Star Wars comic book if if you guys make it a an episode topic. How long is Dark Empire? Well, is Dark it... Empire is six issues, but the full Ooh. story I think is the, there. There's two sequels, but Dark Empire is six issues. If we're going to do a Star Wars comic, it is not going to be Dark Empire. We're doing Dark Empire. We're doing Dark Empire. It's just so exciting. Can we do Kieran Gillen's Darth Vader comic? We can. Kieran Gillen's we'll Darth Vader comic is really good. I Star know. Star Wars Death Troopers, which is the weird. zombie Star Wars. Ooh, what happens when a when a ship is, is abandoned and Han Solo's on it and there's zombies? Hmm? No, we can save that for next October. So it's it. also a novel, like a real yeah. book. Oh, I'm not reading adults. a fucking book. Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, okay, we if there's an audio book, I will, but I'm not otherwise. We need to read the Riverdale seasons because they made a bunch of those comics for some reason. And each one I read was dog shit. So I think, yeah. I think we need to Actually, I do think we need to do some of the... Ri- I feel like as uh, well, if the internet... Somebody hormones- on the podcast... I'm not naming names, but if one of the hosts of the podcast would get their act together and finish Riverdale, maybe we would do an episode where we talked about it. But unfortunately, the other two hosts who have finished Riverdale and are handsome are and are are very, very handsome and beautiful and and lovely. uh, We're being held back. By the third member of the podcast, who is also handsome and beautiful, who's also handsome and beautiful. Yes, this is not saying who that is. Well, yeah, they are. They're yeah, sure. Uh, That 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 is true, but they haven't read Riverdale, so I'm holding the accolades, or haven't watched Riverdale, so I'm holding the accolades back. And when 
they finish watching Riverdale season seven, maybe they can have some accolades on the podcast. But until okay. then, none. Fair enough. None. Uh, the other, the other part of my cry space is Jean Luc says he said, "Oh, you should read this thing," and it's twenty-seven books long. So. <laughs> That's great. That's the great. New Jedi Order is not twenty-seven books long, but once you factor in, you know, the stuff that you need to lay the groundwork to read the New Jedi Order. Yeah, you're looking at about 27 books. I'm just going to read The Courts of Princess Leia and get it over with. Never read Star Wars again. Honestly, Gwen is going out of town in like a week. So, uh, and also our roommate will be out of town. So I'm just going to be home alone. So that seems like perfect time to watch. Yeah. You will want to talk I wasn't going to name names, but you, you outed yourself. No, I, got, I, got, I also I am looking forward to finishing Riverdale. It's, it's like with Spartacus or something. This little. Thank you, Alex. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, we should get the fuck out of here. Yeah, we, we should. should. We should. You know what? A pretty crisp show. The ones listening to it now, you're looking at it you're like, oh, it's around an hour. And you're like, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Unless Jean-Luc cuts the whole thing, in which case it's less or adds more, in which case it's more. But I'm adding more time and I'm going to stop doing that. We got plugs. Follow us on Twitter at Crying Book Club. Please rate us, review, rate us and review us five stars or ten stars or whatever the top stars is on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, you can find the the ravishing Jean-Luc Bottle on Twitter at Mountain Dew Liker. And you can check out their film opinions on Letterboxd at JL Bottle. You can find me on Twitter at Alex Hansiak. And you can find Emily, the wonderful Emily, on Twitter at mpandanata, Letterboxd Pandabore, Twitch Pandabore, and on a whole slew of podcasts. If you're listening to a podcast, Emily's probably on it. There's um, at least a 15% chance that I'm on it. It's a pretty good odds. Uh, but if you want to be more specific, imagine me in Utina, fresh podcast market. That looks terrible. And more? Uh, I mean, uh, John and I were on an episode of Opinions Are Cheap. Uh, no, it's out. Sponsored by Cameron yeah, and Chad? Just Chad, but... Presented uh, by Cameron it, and Chad? It's, it's Opinions Are Cheap Presented presents... by Cameron and... It's Opinions Are Cheap Presents Warrior Chats is what I put on all of the uh, the cover art that I make. If you love Olivia Rodrigo as one of the members on this podcast does, won't name the name Jean-Luc, um, you will love that episode. So, Some people yeah. on this podcast stan Olivia Rodrigo. It's true. And uh, speaking, I can't Stan, stop listening to get him back. It it it's really drilled into my brain. It's it won't leave. It's so good. <laughs> no help. I I, I need a lobotomy <laughs> to get it out. <laughs> it's talk like a tumor. To, no, it's like a, it's to, a great song. I, I I like I like it a lot. Talk to Yugi Moto. Good night, oh, folks. No. Uh, we do know we're doing next episode. By the now. way, it, yeah. it's not Dark Empire. This is fucked it's up. It's not the other thing that we made a joke about doing. It's also uh, fucked up. It is, in fact, this part is, you're not going to say this is fucked up, Alex. It's, uh, we are going to be know. doing the New 52 Animal Man series, uh, written by Jeff Lemire. Uh, and Travel Foreman. And, and, and others, as is the case with it wouldn't be a new fifty two comic if you didn't have to add and others to the end of the the artist credits because there's a, there's a few fill in artists there but yeah that is what we'll be reading I'm not sure I don't think we've decided exactly how much we're going to be reading I assume at least. I would love to read the whole thing it's like thirty something issues it's thirty but... issues yeah so we could do the whole thing we're I would say we're probably going to do at least seventeen issues uh, at most thirty two whatever the 
final plus rot world maybe it's we'll see yeah rot world is what makes it complicated so we'll have Mm -hmm. to we'll have to talk about it but i can't believe uh, we will be reading talking me into reading new 52 books New 52 is so good. It's so good. They, they published so many good comics in the New 52. What are we supposed to do? Pretend them. like it didn't happen? No, 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 no. no. Okay, I mean, maybe, maybe by the end, given the fact that there were so many books canceled and replaced by new books, maybe by the end there were maybe 52. 52 good series. And you know Still what? Still probably not, but close. We need to do, you know, I, me and John Luke had a spinoff New 52 show we did for like, it was so much fun, but we only did like four episodes. Uh, we need to rank our top 52 books in New 52. That has to be a thing. We should do a, a piece of YouTube. We should do YouTube content for first. Second, we should do, if when we do YouTube content, we should do <laughs> a never- tier list of uh, <laughs> New 52. Of all or the New we could just content. do this tier list after the show while watching the football game. True. Yeah, and Emily that way Emily doesn't have to sit through it. Exactly. exactly. I mean Emily, you, know you can what? watch the football game with us, but I assume you're not interested. Uh, uh, one of the members of the show is not interested. We won't say who. But have a great who. week. Taylor Swift there. They, they just showed her actually. Oh yeah. Oh, well yeah. good for Taylor maybe. I don't know. I'm not right. sure. Goodbye. But uh get out of here and it's time to duel. Yeah. Duel. Do, 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 do.